We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. What's going on, folks? So Tucker Carlson announced he is in Russia to interview Vladimir Putin, and a lot of people are super, super upset at that. So we're going to watch the full clip. I played a bit of it at the beginning, but we'll watch the four full-minute clip. I've only seen that minute of it, and then I'll react naturally to what I see. Thanks for being here, folks. Today's episode starts now. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? Appreciate you guys for being here. So without wasting much of your time, I'll let you know why we're here. And then we'll play the full four-minute clip so you could see it. Tucker Carlson is in Russia, and he says he is going to interview Vladimir Putin. Obviously, Russian news, Vladimir Putin, anything Russian has been heavily censored in America. There's been a massive war that has cost American taxpayers hundreds of billions of dollars. As Tucker will say in this clip, hundreds of thousands of lives have been lost. Yet, in this free, great country of America, where you used to be able to look at both sides and make your conclusion, now they really only want to show you one side of this. And Tucker's showing you the other side with an interview of Vladimir Putin. So let's watch the clip. I've only seen a minute out of four minutes of it, so most of it will be new to me. Then I'll respond with my official reaction. Thanks for being here. Here it is. He dropped this on X, a.k.a. Twitter. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and has depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances, and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the US dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers, and they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they have done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. 
That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand. Not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States, and we want it to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group, nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, tuckercarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. Thanks. Can't cut the tuck. Wow. Um, that was powerful. And my inkling is that they don't want people to know both sides because if people knew both sides of most arguments and most things that they suppress, then people would choose the other side. I think that's kind of the gist of it where I, I believe maybe America's always been this way, but in the past when we were more righteous and moral and maybe our foreign intervention was made more sense. And I'm not sure if that's even ever true. You know, I'd have to really look back. I wasn't alive for most of the stuff that I'm referring to, but as far as right now, you know, it's easy to see that with the conflicts in Ukraine and Syria and all these other places we were in Libya, we, you know, I think we were in like eight different countries they don't give you the counter perspective or they just say it's all terrorist or pro Putin or whatever, because in my view, what we're doing doesn't make that much sense. And it's not that it doesn't just make no sense for the people that we're invading or that we're fighting, but it doesn't make sense for us. And I think that's what Tucker's referring to where if America's involved in a foreign intervention and it's really, really good for us. Like they tell us, okay, it must be so good. Then let's hear what the other side is saying so we could hear how bad they are, right? Let's hear the other side because it must be terrible and crazy and horrible. And then that'll make us support Zelensky more, right? Knowing how bad the other side is. But if you listen to the other side and, you know, it's not what they're telling you it is, then people are not going to want to funnel hundreds of billions of dollars to foreign countries in order to kill hundreds of thousands of Europeans in a war that, you know, may or may not be for what they said it was. 
with that being said, you know, I know a lot of people in my comments, and this is why, obviously, I, I have certain political leanings. I understand there is a difference between like left wing and right wing ideology and theory. But when it comes to the political parties, you know, I'm done just saying I saw a lot of comments. They're like, oh, the left is going to say this is pro Putin. No, not just the left. There's people on the right, such as Sebastian Gorka, who I'm going to call him Sebastian Dorka. Look at this. He's caught. He's suggesting that Tucker Carlson is is basically a Kremlin or Putin asset. Let's read his official tweet. And, and remember, it's not Sebastian Gorka. It's Sebastian Dorka because he's a giant dork, which is apparently all Trump hires. He hires a bunch of dorks like this. Gorka said, I remember when Americans didn't do PR for KGB colonels. Well, without being agents of the Kremlin. So Sebastian Dorka is suggesting that essentially Tucker must be an agent of the Kremlin for doing an interview, right? And I want to show you, look, he's also selling Donald Trump did nothing wrong shirts. If you buy a Donald Trump shirt from the grifter and the liar Sebastian Dorka, you are dumber than a liberal, okay? That's his whole little grift. Trump hires scammers and liars like Sebastian Dorka. They're like, oh, you're a Kremlin puppet. If you want to interview Putin, it's like, who needs the left when this is the people that we get on our side, you know, can't even interview a foreign leader anymore without your own side suggesting you're a Kremlin puppet. It's like, so why just blame the left? It's it's also right wingers doing this. But anyway, um, let me know what you think. I didn't really have a, a, a speech or any sort of podcast fully planned for this. I just wanted to see what Tucker said. And you know, I think he's right. I think that people deserve to hear both sides of the conflict, but you know, they don't want you to hear other sides of a lot of these conflicts because the sad part is, especially in conservative America, and I mean, this might sound crazy, but it's true. You'll find that you have a lot more in common with a lot of the people that the quote unquote America, American government is fighting than you do with these leaders. Like you look at the people that are leading your country you don't even want to send your kids to school because they're doing drag queen story hour. They're trying to transition seven year olds and, you know, courts are blocking fathers from stopping their sons from transitioning into daughters. And you see all this hysteria in the world. And what you'll realize is whether it's in the Middle East or in Russia, a lot of the people that the American regime is fighting are people that are very similar to you in the sense that they're trying to block all that slippery slope and degenerate madness from their lives and the um, quote unquote American government is trying to force feed them exactly what you don't want. So it's like, you know, the reason they don't conduct fair interviews with a lot of America's enemies at this point is because you'll realize that they're building churches. They, they want families to stay together. You know, they're not about feminism. And it's like, that's what, uh, for whatever reason, I mean, it's not that hard to figure out why America's doing this at this point. We're basically a captured and conquered nation you know all you have to do to see how captured america is is look at your options for securing the border either democrats and, and both sides are lying by the way either democrats say in order to get money for the border which has been a mess for like a decade now and it's just getting worse and worse and worse they're essentially in my view financially holding you for ransom over the border saying we'll give you the money for the border only if you give what, $50 million to Ukraine and $14 billion to Israel. And then, you know, uh, whatever is this, Speaker Johnson, who takes a bunch of lobbying money for this foreign nation, 
He says, no, 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 no. Let's do a standalone bill just to give $14 billion to this country. So it's like either you have to give a lot of money to two countries or a lot of money to just one country, but then you're also eventually going to give it to the other country. It's like, why can't both of the parties in America come together and say, this is good for America. Let's do this for our people. Then we could talk about spreading our wealth among the nations because, you know, we can help out after that because neither party actually cares about us. They both have foreign interests. And that's why you see when Tucker goes over to interview Russian, it's not just Jen Psaki who's going to freak out or Rachel Maddow. It's going to be Sebastian Dorka and the merry band of scammers that Trump hires and the whatever you want to call them that are also going to cry about this because, you know, they don't want you to see what this guy says. And, um, you know, I don't know who's really winning the war. I just assume I'm not like big into the Ukraine-Russia war. It's not a topic that I really uh, am that passionate about, to be honest. Um, but just with my little research and just basically paying attention and having common sense, I feel like we're not, or, or, or us or Ukraine or whoever they want to say it is, they're not doing as well as they thought they would do because at first it was like, we're only going to give Ukraine this. Well, if Ukraine was winning the war, we wouldn't have to give them more stuff. And then it's like, we won't give them tanks. And then we're giving them tanks. We won't give them these weapons. And then we give them these weapons. I mean, that kind of shows that they're probably not winning if we're getting so desperate and they need more money and more money for like, how long is this going to last? And nobody's even, I know uh, Tucker knows a little bit more about this stuff because he studies it more. But nobody's asking the question of like, can we beat Russia in a war that we're not even trying to win? If America fought a war against Russia, it would be incredibly hard to win, but we could possibly win because we're United States of America. I mean, it's definitely doable, although it's hard to beat Russia in their territory and over in Ukraine. But we're not really fighting Russia. Like our, our government is so passive aggressive. Like they'll tell you that we're not at war with Russia. We're not. No, no, no. We're not involved in the war. And we're not sending American troops. We're just sending weapons and reinforcements to Ukraine to fight the war. How is that country going to fight that country when it's one of the biggest countries in the world? America, with our full manpower, could probably win. But we'd have a little bit of trouble, I think, due to also alliances in the world. You have the alliances that you know Russia is forming and stuff. And who knows who would jump into that war. But it's like this soft, weird proxy war where... American governments or, or American government leaders are like, we're not, we're not at war. We're not, no, 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 no. We're not getting involved. We're not, no, we're just sending weapons. How are they going to win though? Like, it doesn't seem like they're winning the war. How many people are going to die for, for what? Why are they dying? So you could send hundreds of billions of dollars to that country. Are they going to beat Russia? Probably not like, the, you know, but that's, that's basic common sense of understanding sizes of military sizes of country resources money you know like how are they going to beat them how, like on what planet is that going to happen so why are we getting involved what's the point like how does this benefit us and these are the questions that nobody asks and i think that's why they do so much um censorship around this topic they have to say you're pro putin or you're this or you're that and it's like Zelensky sucks, you know, and the whole thing, in my view, is just like a total jump off in the sense of, you know, who's going to rebuild Ukraine? BlackRock, you know, they're taking meetings with Zelensky to do like $800 billion rebuilds. Dude, that's that's an $800 billion client that they just got in Ukraine. The money swirling around in this country is astronomical and you're not even allowed to question it. So 
You know, the reason they really, 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 really don't want a Putin interview is because it's it's similar to why they hated Trump for so long. It's not like, you know, I'm not a fan of Putin and I don't like Putin and I don't trust Putin and I'm an American citizen. And to be honest, I've said it also oftentimes here. I don't even like Trump. I think he's a total phony. But the reason they hated Trump was because if you watched an interview with Donald Trump, you would like him more than other politicians because he told the truth more. It's probably going to be the case with uh, Putin. It's not that Putin's your best friend. It's not that he loves you. It's not that he's amazing. But if you listen to an hour speech of Putin and an hour speech of Zelensky and an hour speech of, uh, you know, Biden, you'll probably come to the conclusion that two of them are fake and dumb as rocks. And one of them is at least a little bit more honest and a little bit, you know, has a has a little more common sense in what they're saying, whether it's true or not. So they can't let you see that. Like, you know, they hated Trump for that reason. It's like, oh, he's so bad. He's just telling more truth than other politicians. And they don't want that, I guess, or that that's not what they would prefer. So, you know, this is a really, 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 really ballsy interview from Tucker Carlson. He knows how dangerous it is. He knows how much backlash he's going to get. But he doesn't care. And I mean, I respect him for that. I, this is this is a very, very uh, ballsy interview. You know, that's all I could really say. And I'm glad that it's happening. I'm interested in seeing it because honestly, I haven't seen Putin talk in years because they pretty much hide it completely. But as he said, if we're going to spend so much money on this war, we should at least get to know his perspective. You're going to realize, though, He's going to probably just say a lot of stuff that's true and it's going to piss off America because uh, the American media is insanely fake and insanely evil at this point. You know, they hate you. They hate Americans. They hate Christians. They hate the people of America like they literally hate you. I don't know what else to say. I'm an American citizen. I worked my ass off. I always try to be respectful and polite when I can be. And they've done nothing but try to ruin my life on multiple occasions for just talking about foreign influence in American politics, because that's all American politics is. It's so overrun by foreign influence that it's hard to even find a single American politician who isn't completely controlled. Thomas Massey's the only one. I would say all of the rest of them are controlled to some extent. And it, like today, if you watch, I don't want to get too sidestep, but I, you know, I'm going to keep this under 30 minutes. There's some sort of like court case with Donald Trump and Lauren Boebert's talking and Marjorie Taylor Greene's talking and all the accounts are sharing it. It's this constant theater around Donald Trump. The left hates him. The right defends him. And it just like as long as you're paying attention to that, whether you're defending him or attacking him, you're not paying attention to anything. They're, they're creating this like alternate universe where like people just run circles around these like days of our lives, season 30, like drama plots so nobody can ever get deep enough to actually figure out what's going on. And I know, you know, I don't know when people are going to wake up. Maybe it's after the 2024 election. Maybe it's in 2028. Maybe it's going to take till 2032. But people are so addicted to like the characters of American politics that they don't want to realize that none of these people are really the real deal. Although, I mean, there's probably one that's slightly better for you. So We'll see what's going on. We'll see what Putin says. We'll see what Tucker says. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm absolutely going to watch the interview. It's awesome that he's going to put it for free on his website. I think that's the right thing to do. And, you know, it always makes me laugh when someone doesn't do that with certain stuff. Like, 
you know, the whatever mules video, they're like, this is going to save America Patriots. You have to watch it. Where, where can I watch it? Oh, it's a, it's a doc. How much does it cost? Like two bucks. I could buy a comedy special for two bucks. No, it's like 30 bucks, 28 bucks. It's like, it's not going to save America if Dinesh is charging $28 for it. You know, if it's really that important that it can fix an election, then he'd probably give it away for free like Tucker. Um, but it didn't do anything. You know, it was just like a Trump money grab to make you believe that phone pinging data means anything, even though it could have been an Uber each driver, you know? So it's like, that's the type of stuff where he, he says he's giving it away for free. It's like, well, it's a, it's probably like the most important interview of the year. Like, you know, do you want the world people to see this interview and make a contribution to humanity? Or do you want to put it behind a paywall for 15 bucks? Like, I'm not saying you can't make money behind a paywall, but if something is that important, like this interview, you know, yeah, you could probably, you'll probably get money just off people supporting you. You don't need to throw something this important behind a paywall. Let me know what you guys think. Um, I'm not pro Putin. I'm not pro Russia. I'm not Ukrainian. I, this is not my history. It's not my ethnicity. Uh, I'm an American citizen, but the Ukraine war has been an insane money sucking, uh, situation from America. And it's not that hard to figure out what's going on. Like, who is Zelensky? How did he get there? Who funded him? You know, what was what were they saying Ukraine was before the war broke out? Were they saying it was one of the most corrupt countries? Was it in the, you know, Panama Papers? Is there a lot of influence over there? Okay. Who benefits from this war? Who's going to get the 800 billion or 900 or 1 trillion dollar contract to rebuild Ukraine? BlackRock. It's not really that, you know, it's like it's so obvious, but I think the politicians create this theater where the reason no one can figure this out is because they're so emotional, like around politicians and plots and Putin and Trump. And it creates this whole weird thing where people just can't see what's in front of them. So I, I don't know what it's going to take for people to figure that out. An example I want to give real quick is I made an Instagram reel about income tax. It, you know, it came out really good in my opinion. And I explained how Karl Marx wanted uh, graduated income tax before income tax existed. Now the tax brackets are like 37 and 35%. And whether Trump or Biden or Obama or whoever gets in office, they're not getting rid of income tax because it's just like normalized now. And they're barely going to cut it, if anything, to like like anything 30 or above is like not, it's not only like socialist, it's it's straight up communist. Like the tax income tax is communist. They, you, like it's not normal to take 30% of your paycheck. That's insane. Like, oh, you run a small business and they want to take $100,000 from you. This is nuts. Like we're just getting robbed, 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 robbed. And no one can figure it out because they're buying into like these savior complexes. Like the left is going to save them from Trump or Trump is going to save them from the deep state. And the truth is none of these people are going to do anything because they're not even trying to really. But that bothers people. You know, like I saw so many comments. People were like, Trump's going to cut the income tax. Like, no, he's not. He, like he said that he never said that he never said he's going to cut income tax. Find me a clip of him saying he's going to put his income tax to zero. He's never even remote like people. It's like it's like people can't even think about anything because it, it's got to involve like a character, or like a plot. And it's like, I don't know what's going on in this country. But, you know, I think with the Putin interview, you know, Tucker's definitely going to wake a few people up or, or rock, rock the boat a little bit. And God bless him and pray for his safety. I'm just going to say this too before I leave, folks. Um, I have an interview at three o'clock today, unless this person backs out. It's with this guy, Bill Mitchell. I've always found him fascinating on Twitter. 
at first he was like the biggest Trump fanboy, and then he became like the biggest DeSantis fan, and he said he'd rather vote for the devil over Trump, and like he was just going like balls to the wall for for DeSantis, and and then all of a sudden he was like, you know what? Actually, I endorse Trump. I'm glad to be MAGA again. It's good to be back with the boys. And everybody's like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? You're such a phony. So, you know, I'm glad he's coming on the show. I, I'm, I'm interested to talk to him because he's like, Bill Mitchell's like a mythical creature to me. Like, I'm not even sure he's a real person. And, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, liking Trump, liking DeSantis, voting for whoever you want. But just like his uh, style of doing it, like he goes all in on this guy and then like flips his script like a month later. It's truly fascinating to me. And I hope to conduct a good and fair and hopefully friendly journalistic interview on uh, Bill Mitchell later. I think it should be pretty fun. Uh, you know, I would say there's like a 50% chance he shows up. There's a 50% chance he backs out. Uh, I'm not really sure, but uh, hopefully he shows up. And I know he's he's gotten pretty famous on Twitter for at first his like worship of Trump. Then he got pretty famous for like flipping and going like full blown DeSantis. Uh, and now he's back, you know, to like being like on the Trump train. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested to talk to this guy. It should be fascinating. And he's explaining why, you know, he's trying to unite the party for the, the, the election. And, and he's trying to end the bad blood between the DeSantis and the, the Trump people. Should be fun. I'm, I'm excited. God bless you guys. Let me know what you think in the comment section. I got to watch this interview, regardless of what you think about politics, Tucker, whatever to have a journalist of his stature or a personality interview Putin when all of the Western governments are trying so hard to block that out. And I want to say this too real quick. Sorry, I, I know I could talk a lot. Like the world doesn't revolve around the West like it used to. I love America. I love that people use our dollar and I'd rather be like, you know, wealthy than broke at this point. But at the same time, like Saudi Arabia, Dubai, China, like Russia, there's a lot of countries in Africa and like you know, a lot of the world is breaking away from our paradigm. Even when it comes to like Israel and Palestine, most of the world thinks we're insane. It's like us, Israel, and like Australia. And like the rest of the world's looking at us like, what are you guys doing? You're funding this war. They're killing tens of thousands of children. And if you watch Western press, they'll be like, oh, those kids were Hamas. We had to kill those kids. But then it's like the rest of the world's looking at us like, what are like, so Tucker doing this, it's not just brave, but it's like, we're not what we used to be, obviously. We're not what we used to be domestically or internationally. We're still a great country. We're still a powerhouse. We're still amazing. But it's like a true American patriot isn't going to sit and just say, oh, let's start a war in Russia and Ukraine and kill hundreds of thousands of people and spend hundreds of billions of dollars and then let BlackRock rebuild it. Like That's not an American patriot. An American patriot says, wait a second, I love this country. I love our military. But we need to like have a real conversation about what's going on because it's unsustainable. It's like with the lockdowns. Is is it your American duty to just say Pfizer's an American company and I'm patriotic? Go get your thing. Like that's not a true patriot. A true a true patriot and a true journalist will will ask a few questions because like you know as much as like we think that everyone agrees with us, people don't realize in America how insane the rest of the world is starting to think we are, and it's it's partially because our our media makes us look crazy to the rest of the world. They're constantly pushing anti-America propaganda out to the world, but also they're just disgusting. So it's like the culture that they're trying to spread all over the place is like so degenerate, so fake, so weird. It's like so backwards that most people are starting to not like our country and it's affecting 
us in multiple ways. Like we need to make America cool and, and moral again, because, you know, just blaming everyone else all the time and bombing children is not going to fare well for America. Like we can't keep doing this forever. Appreciate you guys. God bless you. I'll be back soon, hopefully at three o'clock with my interview. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, stay blessed long sleeve, God is great long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. Dreamrare.com. Check out the shop to support. Everything's made in the United States. Handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month. You can help support me. Support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the dreamrare.com shop and patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm forever grateful. My free email list is stayintouchwithme.com. So check the links below in the description or just type in on any browser, stay in touch with me.